so as we promised you, family, um, we're talking to um, Trina Murphy today, who is the aunt of Nelson County teen uh, Alexis Murphy, who disappeared some years ago. Um, you know, Trina, I think you would do it justice by kind of introducing or reintroducing your niece to the listening audience. So I, I want to thank you for joining us on the show today. Um, realize that this is such a very difficult topic um, and respect any boundaries that you have for us in this conversation. So welcome to the show. Thank you so much, Max. I really appreciate you guys having me back on. Um, just to kind of recap uh, the last seven years, my niece Alexis was abducted and presumed murdered um, August 3rd, 2013. She was a rising senior at uh, Nelson County High School about to go into her senior year as the captain of the volleyball team, which was her favorite sport, um, had an appointment to get um, her hair done the following Wednesday and was headed to Lynchburg um, to buy hair extensions um, to get her hair done for her senior pictures and mm -hmm. ultimately never made it there. And um, just within the last you know month, we were have been able mm -hmm. to uh, find her remains. Mm -hmm. Right. So as you mentioned, last time you were on this show, um, the, the individual responsible for her murder had been convicted of two life sentences. Um, yeah. The family was, I remember you distinctively talking about closure, mm -hmm. hoping to have it one day and, and, and that day came. Yeah. And so I'm, I'm wondering, can you talk to us about whether or not that closure finding her remains measured up to what you thought that would be like mm. when she was returned home. Yeah. So, you know, I've said this often that there really is no mm -hmm. process for the missing, you know, mm -hmm. in death, there's a process you go through the stages of grief that, you know, we're all familiar with, unfortunately, but there's no stages for the missing portion. Um, when someone is missing, you kind of wax and wane between hope and despair. Um, and seven years is a long time to do that. Um, mm -hmm. You know, I keep trying to find a different word than closure. I uh, haven't quite come up with one yet, but right. the truth is there, there will never be closure, you know, because this has um, fundamentally changed who we are as people. It's changed our community. Um, so I don't know that closure is the right word, um, mm -hmm. but, and how I feel, you know, how I felt, um, I think that the thing that I felt the most was relief, you know, mm -hmm. that we, we no longer had to wonder. Um, right. I think that was the biggest emotion was relief. Mm -hmm. And how are her parents and all of them, her siblings? I mean, you know, they're doing the best that they can. You know, this was, mm -hmm. uh, you know, none of us really know what to do with this right now because we've, it was so long not knowing, you know, we, we've just kind of lived in this um, pendulum for a very long time. And we're just trying to figure out, you know, where we are now and how this feels and what we need to do to move forward. But it's still very new, so um, right. I think we're all right. kind of in different phases at this point. 
um, again, just being respectful of, of how far you're willing to go in this conversation. Um, her her Alexis remains were found on a, a field, I understand, mm-hmm. in Nelson County, where you are the family familiar with that area at all, someplace that you drove well, past or I'm, anything like that? Yeah. And, and just so you know, like I'm, I'm always willing to to go into it as deep as I need to to be impactful, okay. um, because that's right. always what I've tried to use my voice to do. Um, mm-hmm. I cannot go into particulars about the case or, um, you know, like specifics about where she was found and all of that. Mm-hmm. I am familiar with where it was. I mean, that information has kind of been given to the public. Um, mm-hmm. I've driven by it for the past seven years. Sorry, my dog only wants to bark when I get on the phone. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's, uh, yeah, you know, not by that particular, but by the entrance to it, you can't mm-hmm. you can't go to Nelson County without driving by it. Mm-hmm. So All right, so she's always yeah. been right there the whole time. Mm-hmm. Okay maybe just transitioning away from that a little bit, then let's just, maybe we can talk about, because they are loss of any kind for any individual, especially in such horrific, horrific circumstances of what your family is dealing with. Mm-hmm. It's traumatic and it's enough to, you know, send people down a, a very deep, dark path. And so, you know, how, how, how has your family worked to really remain together and as a family? Um, and, and maybe just try to live beyond um, the pain of, of this loss. Yeah. I mean, it's definitely, you know, impacted some family relationships. It's because, again, you're always living in a state of, of angst, really, um, kind of waiting right. for that other shoe to drop. So um, some people deal with that better than others. And um, mm-hmm. but I think it has definitely, you know, had some some positive and some negative impacts on different members of the family. It just depends on how you choose to to do that. And I'm also a firm believer that we don't get to tell people how to grieve. Um, mm-hmm. So I've just tried to give space and take space for, mm-hmm. you know, how I need to manage it and be supportive What's of those, pop- be supportive of okay. those who who wish to have my support. Right. What's the positive that comes out of circumstances? Well, I can only speak for me, um, so right. I will. I think the positive for me is, in in a lot of ways, I really found myself through this experience. Um, mm-hmm. You know that adage that you don't know how strong you can be until strong is all that you have left. Um, mm-hmm. I, I think that I'm, you know, definitely an altered person, but. This, this has shown me some things about myself for sure, that um, I am stronger than I thought I was and that I have to be, you know, I have to remain positive because I have to use this platform and this tragedy to try to make some type of positive difference in the lives of other people, because otherwise it's all for nothing. Mm-hmm. Um. You know, I uh, I hate to frame this next question wrong because I it's okay. don't want to project anything on your family. But when you when you when you think about all of us walking this earth with mm-hmm. a purpose, right? Mm-hmm. Um, placed here for a reason, 
And then you have a 17-year-old innocent child that was stripped from her life, her family in such a horrible way. Do you do you think about why your niece, what, what oh. the role she was to play here on this earth? Absolutely. Like, you know, that mm -hmm. question is, uh, has been paramount in my mind for, and I'm sure mm -hmm. her mom and dad as well, like why, why her, you know, someone right. with such a bright future and um, never really got to see anything of the world mm -hmm. or experience, you know, a lot of things. Um, mm -hmm. And I'll probably get into some trouble for this one, but you know, we're, in the African-American community, we're taught from a very young age not to question God. Um, mm -hmm. And I, you know, okay, but I get it, but there's there's no way for you to go through something like this and not question Absolutely. why it happened to you. Absolutely. Um, so that, you know, I'm not, I'm not even entertaining that, but absolutely I've questioned. I've been, I've been really angry um, that it was her, mm -hmm. you know, it could have been anybody. It could have, you know, but th that's part of the grieving process. Like I did that with, when my father passed away, you know, he, I lost my mm -hmm. father when he was 59 years old and he was an amazing dad and an amazing husband and an amazing person. And it's like, mm -hmm. you know, I'm like, okay, well, why didn't some dad that doesn't take care of his kids die at 59? You know what I mean? Like that's just human mm -hmm. nature to me. Um, so then what's the best answer you came up with or, or you haven't even gotten that far? Yet? As to the why? As I don't, to the why. I don't know that we will ever know. Um, yeah, you know, I clearly this was something that happened to us. I, I don't know why it happened to us, but again, I go back to what do we do with it now? Because you can't change it. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. we can, you know. Um, it's interesting that you asked that question because I was having a conversation with a, two really good friends of mine about two weeks ago. And we were talking about different things that had happened in the seven years and her case. And one of my friends was like, I would have folded by now. Mm -hmm. And many people would have. And, you know, but I, I asked my and I asked her, I said, what what is that? Like, what what does I would have folded mean? Like, what am I supposed to do? Like, do I stop going to work? Do I stop, you know, pursuing my interests? Like, what does I don't I don't have a reference for folding. <laughs> and she mm -hmm. said, well, I just think mentally people I would have shut down like I wouldn't be able to function. Mm -hmm. And that's never crossed my mind. Like, I've, I've never thought about what that looks like, because mm -hmm. there ha there has to be something here that's for someone else. And, you know, doing these shows and speaking to kids at school, you know, if I've saved one young girl or made her think or, or guy for that matter, or made them think differently about their awareness, then mm -hmm. something positive has come out of it. Right. So that to me is a better option than folding. And it would be very easy um, for me to go in a room and just never come out. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and yeah. do you, you know, some as a as a spiritual person myself, I guess my ne next natural question is: did, is that something you innately feel like you had? You know, you 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 had enough in you to not fold, or did you have to lean on your faith or something else in order to keep from oh, to, to sure. resist that feeling? Yeah, I, you know, I consider myself much more of a spiritual person than I do a religious person. Um, mm -hmm. I was born and raised in church, you know, as most of us were. My faith is, is 
extremely strong. Um, I just, you know, I have leaned on my faith. I have leaned on the genuine people in my life. It's like I have had meltdowns that I didn't think I was going to come back from because, you know, of course, we're discussing Alexis now, but real life still goes on. You know, people in your family still get sick and you still have, um, you know, worries and people still die. Like the world still happens. And so it's you're dealing with this on top of life. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's, it, it can get a little overwhelming for sure. Mm-hmm. Amen. But I, you know, I try mm-hmm. to practice self-care. I try to keep myself grounded. Um, and just know that. Ever have know, any was, therapy? Oh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. <laughs> absolutely. And I'm, I'm happy to speak to that because again, you know, I think it's becoming more and more, um, a positive thing in the African-American community, but, you know, we're not known for seeking therapy. Um, Right. And absolutely, like, you know, I I really believe that has been a huge help for me. Raise your hand for you. Sure. Hello, Ms. Murphy. um, The only question I have is that it seems like when our children first uh, come up missing, that the outcry mm-hmm. is like everybody and their mama's out there looking. Once you have to where the remains were found, I used to hear on TV shows and news articles where they say, well, at least the family has peace. I had never actually talked to a family that had actually went through it, but I would hear other mm-hmm. people say, well, at least they got peace, they got closure. Mm-hmm. When it, is that a real thing? No. I wouldn't think so. So I think people I think people tell themselves that because it it sounds good and it makes people feel better about the situation. Uh-huh. Um, and again, that's human nature. I expect people to do that, but I don't I don't have any peace about this. Like her life was still taken way too soon. She died, um, you know. I'm sure scared and alone with some monster and no i don't find any i don't find any which is enough to torture anybody absolutely i find their thought (laughs) yeah yeah and i that will be with me for the rest of my life that doesn't go away there's no closure to that you know so thank you for the insight what do you do you or the fan potentially even her parents think about what you could have done differently for this um, not to have occurred. No, um, I'm a firm believer, and this is, you know, it's kind of terrifying when you think about it, but it's the truth. If somebody really wants to do harm to you, if they really want to do harm to you, if they're really set on that, there's really not much you can do to avoid it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, especially at 17, you know, that's why predators typically prey on children. Um, because children are going to panic and they're going to, you know, somebody that doesn't have life experience is going to panic and they're going to do whatever they tell you to do because they think if they do that, you know, they're going to live. Um, and that's the fear, you know, attack someone older and chances are you're going to get some, you know, we're going to fight back. Like you're going to have to kill me right there. I'm not going to let you take me to some remote place and kill me. If you're going to kill me, you're going to kill me right here. And it's a difficult conversation to have with your little girl, your little niece, you know, so that they mm-hmm. are prepared. 
Yeah, but I definitely have changed Mary my conversations, you know, with my grandkids, with my other nieces, um, with just young girls that I encounter, period, is, um, you know, I never thought to talk to my 17-year-old prior to this. Abduction right. was something that happened to little kids, right? Because mm -hmm. that's pretty much all you hear. The Amber Alerts are little kids. It, it never dawned on me to have a conversation about abduction with my 17-year-old, you know, niece. It just, that just wasn't kind of like and she was tall and athletic and for the love of Jesus she she lived in Nelson County like bleak <laughs> and you miss it it's just not a place where they didn't even know how to fill out the paperwork for a missing person in Nelson County because it's never happened mm -hmm. so I don't know how you combat that you know right Do but you... I definitely have different conversations now mm -hmm. of course um do you, without giving too much um, platform to the individual responsible for this, but do you, another one of those things that we talk about in the black community, black mm -hmm. church and what have you, is that, you know, to get by, I have to forget. Mm -hmm. I don't know if that's even a conversation that you have for the per, about the person that's responsible. Oh yeah, you know, and, and um, that's one place where I can kind of agree with my religious background, because if I don't, I could hate him very easily, but then he takes something else from, me. you know, um, I, I refuse to give him any more power. I refuse to give him the opportunity to take anything away. And what he has done, he has, you know, however we end up when we leave here, he's, he's got to deal with that. That, that's no longer my burden to carry. I refuse to carry that burden, not doing it. Can I ask whether or not he's tried to reach out to any of your family members, yourself? No, he hasn't. During these? Mm -mm. No. So let's talk about next steps, because like mm -hmm. you said, you know, you, you have to make sure that Alexis's life wasn't in vain. What, what do you do to make sure? I'm sorry. I'm kind of all over the place with where I'm going. Now. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, mm -hmm. uh, I really don't know how um, I want to move forward. I know I want to move forward. Um, I just haven't really pinpointed what that looks like yet. Um, just haven't gotten mm -hmm. to that point. Like I'm just thinking about what's going to be the most impactful and how I can reach the most people um, so I, I don't know. I'm, I'm tossing some ideas around. I'm uh, thinking about hiring a life coach just to kind of give me some guidance on, you know, next mm -hmm. steps. But uh, right now I'm just, I just don't know. Uh, all right, I get final. I don't know if uh, the rest of the cast here has any more questions for you, but before mm -hmm. we let you go, mm -hmm. um, you know, I just want to Kind of let you leave the audience with maybe the 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 largest lesson you've learned out of this what you've learned to know for sure out of this um i think what i know for sure is that mm -hmm. life is unpredictable and that's not just a statement it's really unpredictable and you never know what kind of situation you're going to find yourself in um and there's no way to prepare for a lot of things, um, but you can kind of um, prepare yourself 
for how you want to handle situations and how you want to be perceived in life. And that starts before you have a tragedy or before something happens. Like it's very important to know who you are, um, to seek any way that you can figure out who you are at your core and what's what's passionate what you're passionate about and pursue that mm -hmm. because we don't get a lot of time here um and I, I i think the thing i take away from all of this the most is i just want to love on the people that love on me and i want to leave the world better than i found it mm, awesome. thank you awesome. thank you for being willing to talk with us sharing your day with absolutely. us absolutely we really appreciate it and Ms. Max, I really appreciate you having me. Ms. Max and Ms. Murphy, may, may I ask one thing in closing, coming from a black male? Absolutely. Milk? Yeah. All right. Thank you. Um. You know. You know. We sitting here. You know. And, and of course, along with Patty, but as as black males, um, what stuck in my head is the thought that goes unspoken from so many of our sisters that they feel unprotected as a black mm -hmm. woman in this society, and then mm -hmm. from mayor walker saying it on up to someone like serena williams saying it mm -hmm. right so what have you learned that you could impart on us as far as um doing better you know not um as a community but as black men in particular you know like to look out for for our sisters um yeah that's a deep question charles you know um i love black men um, my father was a black man. Um, I just feel like if we could just as a people stop being in competition with each other and really come together, uh, whether it's male, female, regardless, but we've got to get back to a village. Um, when I was growing up, it was a village. Like if you did something wrong in the street, your neighbor beat your behind, sent you home and you got it again, you know? Mm -hmm. It's that village mentality that we don't have anymore. We're out here trying to pull each other down instead of trying to lift each other up. And until we get back to that place where we're protecting each other, where it matters that mm -hmm. our children are dying um, mm -hmm. or being abducted or being shot or however they're, you know, we're being taken out, this, how we fix that with our children that's our problem we can't let somebody else decide how that how that gets fixed we have to do that and we have to do that internally so it's not just about your kids or my kids it's about everybody's kids mm -hmm. um and you know there's a new movement in charlottesville um the buck squad i know everybody's heard about it um I just, I think they're doing a wonderful thing. And I have to say that publicly it's because they're not asking for anybody else to fix it. They're going out and trying to fix it before we have to have a funeral. Right. And that's where it starts. Yep, yep. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. So I got Miss Max. You're welcome back anytime. You know, we've got our prayers, sincerely, our prayers to you and your family. Thank you so much. And when I figure out how to move forward uh, and what my project will be, I'll definitely come back on and talk to you guys about it. We appreciate that. Thank you. All right. You guys have a wonderful Sunday. You too. You too. Bye-bye.